him from my infection, but I couldn't stop laughing at that foghorn he used What did you think of it? What foghorn? He put it in the messages. Oh, I didn't listen just to it. And I pressed it, and I heard it. it, it <laughs> like, I don't know what I expected, but what I got was... And I was like, why? Yeah, I'll play it for you. I, ha- I have a foghorn. She'll be fine. If she wakes up, I don't care. We put her on the show. It's my wa- toys. It's my wife's own fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on. I got Hey, here's your Kenny Loggins. Yeah, this isn't one of my favorites from him. All right, ready? Which movie from the 80s was this in? Um, Daft Punk. Uh, that actually appears to be his first... <laughs> what is that? The Foghorn! His first album after Loggins and Messina. Wow. So none. This was before you had what? to hire Kenny Loggins? To have a successful movie. You never want to be on our show. You know what we were going to talk about today? 70s and 80s sitcom. Ah. Yes, and we're going to weed out all of Eddie's suggestions because virtually none of them were sitcoms. They were decent shows from that time but period, not but not sitcoms. Yeah, Fantasy Island is not a sitcom. Yeah. Anybody say, ah, oh, fuck me. Hill Street bl- uh, Blues? Not a, sitcom. Not a sitcom, man. All right, all right. What about Perry Mason? Not the time frame. Not a sitcom. <laughs> okay. He had the TV movies in that time frame, didn't he, when he was old? Yeah, he did. Raymond Burr? Raymond Burr. He did. Raymond Burr in his saddle? Too bad I didn't have it Yeah, they could have napped together. Also, she's getting a broken toe. Baby bones or... Baby's first broken toe. So, Baby bones I want to start the show with the theme of the streets of San Francisco. Well, you better dig it up. I was listening to it today. <laughs> it was amazing. Eddie Watson. Dude, I'm telling you, Rashi knows what's going on with this conspiracy theories, because this isn't from Rashi. My Uncle Dave wrote... What's causing as much as 20% of America's power to be out in the last week? Rashi said the next He's week. been on some things. He's been right about some things. Yeah. Rashi? Yeah. Dude. He was right about the cell phones all going down. Listen, man, I don't care what Rashi says. He's right. Well. At uh, least to his face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rashi, if you hear this, you're right. Dude, I've always liked In fact, our relationship, my relationship with Diablo went sour because he didn't want to work that show we got shut down, and I had Rashi work instead, and he took that as a slight. I'm like, why is that a slight? Because like, Rashi didn't do anything to, to Jermaine, like, they But that's the start of the heat I had with Jermaine. I don't understand it. But, hey, what are you going to do, right? You're going to have Rashi talk to Jermaine. Oh, I mean, that was at at that point you had people in Rashi's ear, or not Rashi, but uh, yeah, Nick Fury was Jermaine's ear. All right, I'm gonna find this. Can you? This is the probably the last time that Michael Douglas had to play second banana. All right, better credit, opening or closing credit of WK. Closing. Yeah. 
closing. There's nothing wrong with the open. No. But I like the, the up-tempo on the way out. So tell me, I'm going to put it, do you remember the streets of San Francisco sign? I think I, so. Do I remember? Yeah. No. No, there's no way. There's a Lorimar production. Just oh, good. <laughs> good. That really puts it over the top for me. They're just off slightly. <laughs> It's like I had a stroke while watching the streets of San Francisco. Here, wait, it's gonna ramp up right here. That's Henry Mancini, that's a... Henry Mancini had a lot of stuff going on, huh? Uh, wait, there's one without the talking. Let me get it. No talking. Oh, he had the Pink Panther theme? So today on one of the wrestling pages I follow, somebody said who was the best seller and who was the worst. Best seller, Mr. Electricity. That's, that was not my answer. My answer was Ricky Morton. And the worst, who do you think was the worst? That you chose? Jimmy Boogie well, Woogie Man Nails. Uh, I chose Abdul the Butcher. Oh, yeah. Because his selling was just him cutting himself. <laughs> I mean, this is so good, right? It's good. You can see this on a yeah on a sitcom or in the background of a porno, right? Not that part. <laughs> well, maybe. I gotta find out. Oh, I stepped in some shit. That's how it would be today, right? Because people take shits on the streets of San Francisco. Watch out for that shit. We've been walking. Oh my god, with guest stars a young David Stoll, A. Martinez, who was also in Quincy. This is a star studded episode. Hey, you want star studded? I'll give you star studded. Cannonball Run 2. Okay. okay. You think I'm fucking with you right now? No, Every time. I don't okay. Think you are. So that movie was made probably late '70s, maybe Early 1980, 80s. maybe 1980. Okay. Yes. Okay. In no no particular order. You had Jamie Farr from yeah. Mash, yeah. right? Yeah. Catherine Bach from, Duke from Dukes of Hazard. Of Hazzard. Yeah. And there was one more from a big TV show at that point. Cannonball Run 2 was 84. 84? 84. That's insanity. Oh, Mary Lou Henner. And oh, uh, Tony Danza. Taxi. Yeah. It was Burt Reynolds, right? <laughs> uh, the final feature film appearances of uh, Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Yes. Shirley MacLaine. Oh, yes. Um, Jackie Chan. So it was the final on-screen appearance of the the Rat Pack. Yeah. Well, they only had three. The uh, final film appearance of Jim Neighbor. Jim Neighbors. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Chan. I just said Jackie Chan. One of his first Hollywood roles. Yep. Who else do we got in here? The big guy from the Bond movies. <laughs> yep. You said Jamie Farr, Ricardo Artie, Montalban, Artie Johnson makes an appearance. Telly Savalas, Mary Lou Henner. Yep. Telly Savalas. Fish. 
Yep. Shirley McLean. Uh, you know who Doug McClure is? Mm-hmm. He's in it. Foster Brooks, Sid Caesar, and Louis Nye. Tim Conway and Don Knotts together. Again? Because <laughs> Conway and Knotts did to some of those Disney movies in like Yeah, the Apple Dumpling game. Yeah. Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> and let me tell you what. <laughs> First of all, he was wearing a pair of glasses that were bigger than his face. <laughs> Second of all, he's an idiot and terrible. <laughs> Joe Theismann? I didn't make it that Is far. Joe Klecko on there? Uh, I haven't seen that one yet, no. Dub Taylor? Jilly Rizzo? Doug McClure? Oh, yeah. Clearly, it was whoever Reynolds wanted to hang out Right. Jacqueline Smith was originally meant to be the female lead, but she dropped out. Right, I'm sure Reynolds wanted to hang out with her, too. She was, uh... I think she was scared to be up there against Bert and Dom, those great acting powerhouses. (laughs) (laughs) Is what uh, somebody said here. Said, need them later. She didn't want a pie in her crotch. That's (laughs) fine. Let Bert get a taste. Well, let's get her rolling. How many Me Too people are going to come after Burt Reynolds? Say, bro. Oh! That's the best. That's the best right there. Oh, Brandy? Yeah, that's a great Babyface song. You think so, huh? I do. Uh, it sucks. No, no. That's a great Babyface song. I'll tell you what the best Babyface song is. All right. It's Youth Gone Wild. You just need somebody that can work the bit. No, well, that's, that's well somebody's working that bit in Illinois right now. Yep. Yeah, and getting heat with other workers. What other workers? I saw that. There yeah. was a... Who was that with? Yeah. They were shitting on somebody. Yeah. And then that person came in and said, Yo, man, fuck you. And they were like, whoa, whoa. Tell me this isn't a great baby face on coming up in 10 seconds. I think this is going to... Now, 8 seconds. Alright, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, it's hot shit, man. I think Bruno used to come out to that one. This better not be what I fucking think it is. I didn't know if it was going to be the video, I thought it was going to be the song, but... It is exactly what I thought it was. Tell me this isn't a good baby face song. I once watched Al Bundy eat a bunch of Mexican food to this song and then have to take a giant shit. <laughs> oh my hands in Am I right, though? No doubt about it, baby. Good old school baby face. No, hey, Carter. Yeah, Coming out? Used, and the guy was not over. <laughs> coming out? It was Belinsky. Oh. 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 I, I thought you were going to say coming out, coming out, coming out, coming out, getting in the ring, raking the eyes. Good thing, hey, <laughs> first of all, good thing I have half dementia because I forgot Belinsky used it. And secondly, I would use it and I would come in and, and rake the eyes. And rake the guy's eyes right out of the bell. <laughs> and go, come on, everybody. 
Hey, people! Yeah. Would you take off your work belt and hard hat first? Yes. And say, what do you think of this blind bastard now? <laughs> <laughs> Screw all of you! Come on, people! My favorite part of those matches were after everything you did, you'd turn to the crowd and say, I guess that was tough enough. <laughs> Oh, I think I was a pretty. I was. I think I was a revolutionary. Yeah, you were like a. It was definitely Hoganish. Your offense. Yeah. Yeah, the Hogan baby face guy. Body Piper. Yeah. Yeah. Ric Flair. Ric Flair still healed when he was a face. Yeah, I would do. He some was the dirtiest folks. player in the game. Fact of the baby face, I'd have someone that had like, yeah, poke. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this going so we can call Eddie. Oh yeah. All right, let's get this going. Whatever you want. All right, in three, two, one. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. And love and tradition of the grand design, some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside. Hey everybody, it's raining, but the Ross Family Matters podcast is still on the air. Hotshot Scott Williams, Jiggy Jack Spade, Victor Stick Ross, we're going to talk a couple things later on in the show. We're going to talk 70s and 80s sitcoms and worst superpowers you could ever have. <laughs> no, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. We're going to talk with Eddie Watson uh, uh, live from his abode because he couldn't make it out today. In fact, we're going to dial up Eddie Watson right now. And who knows who else we might call? Here there's a Frozen Tundra show going on somewhere. We still need to get a card from Riley. Oh, yeah. Eddie Watson. Weeks ago. Hold on, hold on. All right, there we go. Kill that All right, we, uh, we have to kill the streets of San Francisco music. Welcome to the Ross Family Matters podcast, Eddie. Hey, 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 what's, what's happening? Hey, Eddie, question. Michael Douglas, would you? <laughs> uh, not in this current state. Okay. Maybe way back when. Well, his current state's California. Like, what about around the time when he was in that movie where Demi Moore really wanted to bang him real bad? You guys remember that? Indecent Proposal. No, that was... Uh, no, it was. Or no, not... Uh, no, no, no you're right. You're right. Um, malice? In the palace? I don't think it was Malice, but... <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, what about then? That would have been like uh, 94, we'll call it. I don't really remember, but yeah, let's go with that. All right. All right, well, okay. all right well, that's all the time we have today. <laughs> and that's the new segment. When were you gay for Michael Douglas? Uh, I can answer that. 1984, Romancing the Stone. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a strong choice. Yeah. I'm going to go with 73. That would have been season two of Streets of San Francisco. Still um, had the square yeah, jaw. Okay, I'm going to go with Overboard. Overboard was uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, all right. I'm going to go with Escape from L.A. Uh, still Kurt Russell. Oh, shit. You're, hey, man, you're gay for Kurt Russell. <laughs> no, I'm not. Also, if uh, that's the segment we're jumping to, for me it's uh, 1993 and Tombstone because, man, can that guy grow a mustache. Oh, that was a strong mustache. No, for me it's... Uh, I don't remember the... Oh, uh, Tango and Cash. Okay. Oh, yeah, Tango okay. and Cash. 
So Eddie, I think we're gonna we're gonna open up with uh, '70s and '80s sitcoms today. What do you think? I'm I'm good to go. By For, the way, I've, I've kind of already got something teed up as a question. But go ahead. Oh, well, go, go, yeah, go you ahead. can go first. Yeah. So apparently, I, I feel like I maybe it's in the archives of my mind. There was a spinoff of the Sanford and Son called Sanford. I remember it. Yeah, he had a big white guy living with him. Big fat white guy. Apparently, I'm like I'm watching the first episode now, and it's got like everybody except Grady and Lamont. It looks like Rallo's pulling something through his house. So here's a question: If it was on the same network, why did they have to spin it off? Was it on the same network? Was Red Fox on it? Yeah, Red Fox yeah. was on it, but his son Demond Wilson, who played Lamont, did was not on the show. Okay, so they just replaced him with the uh, big with fat the white, big white guy, John Goodman. John Goodman it moved was in. Not John Goodman. All right, it could have been, but it wasn't. <laughs> huh? It look, looks like he needs to check. He's like fifty pounds heavier. It looks like here. So here's what I think I remember, and I could be wrong. In some syndication. They would mix some of those shows in as part of Sanford and stuff. Well, didn't they? They, they did something similar with all uh, with Archie Bunker. Archie, yeah, Bunker's Archie Bunker place. when uh, the wife died. Yes. Right. And then they called it Archie Bunker's place. And then sometimes when they would have All in the Family in syndicate, they would run yeah. some of those to, at the end of in order. So, so he could say racist things to a child instead of his wife. He soft by Archie Bunker's place though. He was a hero. He was he was a, a face. He was a heel throughout all in a family. Yeah, Edith's death basically turned him baby face. Yeah. So after e- Edith died, he just loved everyone. It's not that he, he softened up. Like his family, he was without a wife. His daughter, son-in-law, moved, and moved to California. Grandson had moved. Yep. And he had this girl he was taking care so of. So it's like Armani five years ago versus Armani now. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, ten. Ten years. Ten. <laughs> ten years. <laughs> Eddie, why do you think the uh, the answer to try to save all the sitcoms back in the day was just to shoehorn a kid in? Because uh, it brings new life into the show. You know, you little blonde-haired kid, that's all you had to do. It seemed like on every show. 70s and 80s, it was about shoehorning the kid in. 90s, getting the kid out. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's an old trick. They got rid of Chuck on Happy Days in the 70s. That's true, and the, and the chick from... Uh family matters too that was in the 90s that's what he was referencing yeah. Yeah. all right so i'm gonna we're gonna just throw out some of these sitcoms and we're gonna talk about them openly and we got a list eddie and myself and vic put together <laughs> i want to thank for your help in the pre-planning there lane well you know work. i was born in 85 okay so I was born in '71, and I've seen um, Humphrey Bogart movies. Well, so have I. But well, like, hey, before we delve into the list, I want to bring something up that didn't make the list, nor should it, because it isn't any good. Oh, great! Have anybody besides me ever seen the wrestling sitcom Learning the Ropes? With Lyle oh, Taylor? dude! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I used to love. Well, I, I liked watching it because I had some of my favorite wrestlers on it. Yeah, I don't think that was a network show, though. I think it was, it was one syndication. of those Saturday... It was syndication. Yeah. Like Chuck, like Charles in Charge was also Correct. syndicated. Correct. By the way, which Charles in Charge was better? The first one or the second one? The second one. one? Yeah. The second one. 
Scott Bayo, would you? Like right now? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, oh, I wouldn't unless my choice would have been him and Joni. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no shit. She, she, <laughs> Scotty loves Chachi. So let me ask you this. Why do you think they want out of the way to embarrass Milwaukee so much? Like, by putting dopes like Lenny and Squiggy in our town? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. You know what I really like Scott Bayo in? Nicole Eggert? Uh, backdraft. Zapped? That's Kurt Russell. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I like them in Zapped. Remember Zapped? Was I do. Yeah. I, hey, listen. What kind of dirt... Did Willie Ames have on on Scott Bayo that he had to be in everything with him? Um, new pictures. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I think he hooked Scott Bayo up with uh, Adam Rich. Hey, hey, Eddie, I got a question for you. Sure. Uh, who's gonna come out about you with this new speaking out movement in this wrestling thing? <laughs> uh, probably you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know it. He came, he came, and he stole my chair, and he carved his initials in it, and he tried to kick me off my own show. We'll just do that with each other. I was backstage at a show. He came back. He called my kid Indian. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna work backwards on this list a little All right, bit. Work backwards. I'll tell you if I saw. I, I, for, well, I, first I'm gonna say this: one of the best sitcoms of the late '70s, I think, was mm-hmm. Three's Company. For sure. I've seen Three's Company, and John Ritter is a comedic genius. Eddie, you've seen it. Hold on. Why is this guy on the show? I'm just saying. Anyway, yeah, it's a great show. Because I'm bringing the 18 to 34s in. I've uh, I've seen every <laughs> every episode at least four times, yeah, easily. So Pause. one of the one of the 70s TV tricks is they would use the same actor to play like four characters across five different seasons. For sure. They did it in cop shows. Jeffrey Tambor. Did it in, in Three's, Three's company. company. At least, I think he might have had four characters on. Including one after the spinoff with the Ropers where he came back. Right. And right. was he a dick back then? He was always a dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, hey, who, who's the hottest chick on, of the well, of the four okay. main women on Three's Company? This is an unpopular opinion, but in her time... You better not say it. I was, No, I agree with it. It was Joyce DeWitt. Yes, I agree with it. I absolutely do. You what? know, you know what it is. Joyce Dewitt was attainably hot. Yeah. Okay. What do you got, Eddie? Uh, give me Cindy, followed by Terry. I think Cindy was okay. Terry was okay. Terry is my pick. Yeah. I mean, not, there wasn't a bad one. Maybe Lana. You could throw Lana. Oh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's when I knew Jack was a homo, because he wouldn't bang <laughs> Lana. And she was jumping out of windows trying to give him that shit. Because he didn't want Furley to get his feelings hurt. So we agree that was a great show. But yeah. how do we feel about the Ropers? The sitcom, the Ropers, oh. not the character. The character, the Ropers were great. Okay, hang on. A little too much of the same thing all the time for me. Yeah. But, okay, but it's not... It, it was okay. It was okay. It was okay. It was better than the Three's a Crowd spinoff. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> Chester from Soap? Nah. Did it. you guys know that Three's Company is based on a previous British, British yeah. sitcom? Yeah. I did, I'm it just is. learning that. There's a lot of stuff that... Stamford and Son was a British sitcom called Steptoe and Son. Really? Yeah. 
In fact, I've got a Roku channel devoted to Steptoe and Son, which we'll get into. <laughs> what is happening in this house? <laughs> Bosque eggs and Steptoe and Sons. Um, yeah, we walked in here tonight, Eddie. He's got music on TV. It's the Yacht Rock radio station. The yeah, Yacht Rock? Alright. You know what Yacht Rock is, Eddie? Eddie was no, a DJ. It's basically 70s and 80s soft rock. It's like Hall and & Oates and... Christopher Cross or whatever kind yeah. of stuff? Yes. Cross, James Ingram. Steely Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hey, I wanted to chill. I, eating some hashish. You don't eat hashish. <laughs> okay. Do you have like your uh, bead, uh, you know, door or whatever going to? I should have one of those. Some incense? So here's the burning question with Three's Company. Furley or the Ropers? Pick one. The Ropers? Furley. I like Furley, but... Uh, I like I like the interaction of Mr. Furley giggling into the camera for me. It just makes me... You mean Mr. Me Roper? Yeah. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Roper, I yeah. love, yes, the breaking down the wall. Like, the fifth wall. I, I, I They're both good. Like, they, they're both very good. They're almost... Neck and neck for me. Yeah, unlike but, unlike the shitty mash substitutes, which we which I'm glad nobody put mash on it because it's not a sitcom. It's a dry dribble piece of shit. But anyway, just mark me down for a furly guy simply based on his selling of drinking booze. Okay. <laughs> oh, can we talk about my favorite Three's Company episode? Yeah, sure. Because it it involves furly drinking booze. Uh, it's when uh, Furley's niece comes to visit. And Jack Scott is for and Jack says his brother Austin is uh, is in town. Yeah, he's like a Texas and, accent, right? Yeah, yeah, with the hat. Yes. I I, even, I quote that series to this day with <laughs> Little Wrangler's room. You know, yeah, so there you go. Austin, Austin quote. So yep, that's my all-time favorite right there. Okay, so that was uh, that's Three's Company, and again, there's some other ones that are good. But the, depending on the day of the week, if you ask me that question, it might be the number one sitcom of it. Okay. Era. And the further you go on the show, the worse Joyce DeWitt goes, because the makeup it's just, just starts... too much. It goes out of much. hand. That's because there's too much sauce. Okay. Carter Country. Never saw it. I vaguely remember it. Victor French and Hal Williams. My favorite character was the actor Gooch Cooch. <laughs> you made that up. I did. Gooch damn it. Cooch? God damn it, I'm going to have to find it again. Gooch Cooch is a name we made up for a rat at a show. <laughs> yeah, this is not is. a makeup. No, sorry. So, while I'm looking for this, you guys talk about the Brady Bunch. What about it? I don't know. Talk. Eddie, you listed the Brady Bunch, so you must have some affection for the Brady Bunch. Uh, no, I'm just really good at remembering things for the most part. Um... Yeah, it was an alright show. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any ill will against it. I, if I'm going to pick characters from the show, it's going to be like obscure characters like Alice or, you know, what's the, who's the butcher? Sam? Sam. He was bringing Sam. Alice the meat. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, no, that's about it. I remember an episode of the Brady Bunch where, uh, Mike Brady's boss was actually Jim Backus, who was uh, Thurston Howell III. 
on oh, yeah. Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island, Island yeah. and he gave the Bradys a pool table, and then Bobby Brady was hustling them. I remember that episode where Greg uh, Brady was banging Jam. Well, that was awesome. <laughs> that was real life. <laughs> that was like a whole season, right? By the way, we're not talking about Gilligan's Island because it's a 60s sitcom. Because if we were, I would be saying, why did they not fucking kill that guy? After three times, he after the third time, he, he fucked up me getting off that because island. Because they needed him. For what? To do all of the work. The also- professor was the smart guy. The skipper was too old and fat to be building stuff. The millionaire Thurston Howell was too rich to be doing it. Hey, yeah, I'm but Gilligan had an theory. IQ of forty-five. Yeah, I'm gonna give you another theory. <laughs> they tried to kill him, but but Skipper protected him because Skipper was using Gilligan for other things. <laughs> I like this reimagining of Gilligan's Island. If you could remake that, like a like a. I think Fantasy I, Island horror film I, sort of I way. What if I, what if I told you he did not have to have sex with Gilligan <laughs> because the professor invented a masturbation machine out of coconuts and bamboo? Well, that's probably true. <laughs> but then he lit it on fire because. He... <laughs> so before we get on to the next sitcom, I want everybody here who's seen this to verify that there is a gooch cook. <laughs> it's pretty close. It mostly looks like gooch cock, but yeah. if it's gooch cooch, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, It's some sort of Turkish name. So, WKRP in Cincinnati. Didn't see it. You've wow. never seen it? I've seen maybe the opening, like the, the starting credits as I'm flipping off the channel. You, you're, yeah, you're missing out. You're missing out. Eddie, WKRP. Uh, didn't really watch it. Um, love the theme song though. Don't have any ill will from what I saw. It looked entertaining. Just I wasn't. Uh, it just wasn't connecting to me at the age I was watching it. See, I. It sucks because I was going to ask you: Were you a Johnny Fever man or a Venus Flytrap guy? And I got nothing. To I was neither. No. I was a Herb Tarlick guy. All right, now let me he ask was you. always up to some bullshit. Now let me ask you a question. Lonnie Anderson or the chick that played Bailey? Bailey. Yeah, me too. Bailey. I think we covered, like, I feel like this question is in every week's show. Lonnie Anderson or Bailey? Yeah. <laughs> Lonnie, Lonnie Anderson, Bailey, or Bailey? Uh, Lonnie Anderson over WWE Bailey? Yeah. But WKRP Bailey over Lonnie Anderson <laughs> and WWE Bailey? There you go. Okay, so, as we move on, yeah, one day at a time. Not a fan. That was, uh, is that the Clooney thing? Valley no. Bertinelli. Bertinelli, oh, the pre, pre-Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Before things really went south. And uh, the Bobby chick, Franklin. the chick whose dad fucked her. Mackenzie Phillips. Oh, yeah. And a creepy janitor in Schneider. <laughs> oh, Schneider, yeah. Just the worst. See, I come in and out of these things, but, it, you know, it's just not... Do you remember Schneider? I do. And the dude seemed weird with his weird vest and mustache. Yes. And he, creepy as a kid. Yeah, and he would let himself into an apartment where there were two <laughs> teenage girls alone while their mom was at work. Hey, hey, I'm here to change a light bulb. I hope you're in the shower. <laughs> uh, again, love the theme song, though. Love the theme song. Hey, theme songs are a lost art, man. You know how this got going, Eddie? Because Scott's, uh, Scott's been watching Alice. 
Yes. Let's talk about Alice. I've watched one episode of Alice. It, it was, was here. <laughs> with you. A couple things you could always count on from Alice. Mel was going to tell Flo to stow it. <laughs> That's true. He was going to call Vera a dingbat. A dinghy. dinghy. You didn't go all the way to dingbat. A dinghy. A dinghy. He was going to threaten to fire Alice for being um, defiant. The chili was going to be the shits. The chili was going to be fucking awful. Yeah. That was. That oh, don't forget that Flo was a huge whore, and someone was always coming to call him. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, any memories of Alice you'd like to share? Uh, no, I mean, other than, you, know, you didn't listen, she says, kiss my grips every episode. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. That was like the money line of the show. You right had to get a t-shirt me. with that on she it. She got her own fucking show because she said, kiss my grits. And hoard. Yeah. She got a spinoff. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Everything had a spinoff. So we're going to keep working through this, but we're saving All in the Family for last, Eddie, because of the... The spin-off, the tree that was Norman Lear and All in the Family. So, so much off of all. So we'll, we'll eventually work our way to that. Um, what about the facts of life? You went you on Joe Polnischek? Well, you take the good. You take the bad. You take the rest. <laughs> take them both. Take them both. See? We need to replace this guy. Agreed. Yeah, go ahead, though. Agreed. He's too young for this well, position. I can't. I can't just say it right out. Right now, we owe like twenty-five k for copyright. Well, I had you covered. I was. We don't own that song. <laughs> so, Eddie, do you remember the first season of Facts of Life when they had like nineteen girls, and then all of a sudden in season two, uh, Edna had fourteen of them murdered, and they were down <laughs> to just the four. Yeah, it was like a school for girls or something, right? That's the premise of the show. Well, it was always a school for girls, but nobody really knows what happened to the other girls. Including Molly Ringwald. Yes, Molly Ringwald was on there. She was like 10. You know what? I'm going to pull episode love right now and watch this while we're talking. Right. So, um, I liked that show. Yeah, that Edna was Garrett was a, was a wild one. I found it weird that she could, like, double jet. And somehow be in this girl's home and then be at the, uh, you know, the Drummond's house too. But no, I that was I ever got that explained to me. That was your first. That was a spinoff. Yeah, yeah. She left the Drummond's house, got replaced by that old white-haired lady, so, Adelaide. Her yeah. name was Adelaide. Yeah. No offense, Eddie. That's. Just... I, I don't know that I know Adelaide. That you might have to inform me on that. She was the little white lady that always had her hair up in a bun. Like, super small. Uh, you ever see the movie Moving Violation? She's in that, too. Oh, yeah. Was it Nidra Volts? Maybe. Yeah. You know what movie I really liked? Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Too Close for Comfort. <laughs> Kurt Russell, I guess. You, this was your suggestion, Eddie. I think Too Close for Comfort. Oh, yeah. Now, I've never even heard of that. Which one of the daughters are you in? Go. The only time I've ever heard Ooh. too close for comfort Hold was on. every woman I've ever met telling me that. Say that, say that again, Eddie. I, I gotta see what these daughters look like. Okay. Yeah, apparently, so, so you're saying that the uh, the facts of life was a spinoff of the of the, the different, different strokes, strokes apparently, yeah. right? Absolutely. Yeah, because the the whole like different strokes cast is in the first episode, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can 
You can get back to the list, but I'm going to just ask occasional shoot-off questions for my own historical research. To try to turn it into something with Kurt Russell? Or no, what? no, no, no. Which one of the shows that we've mentioned so far had the biggest cocaine problem? Oh, Three's Company. Yeah. Really? Three's, Three's Company? You had, at any one time, Yeah. Okay. at least four regular characters in their 30s. Okay, yep. At a time when cocaine was as easily attainable as a glass of ice water. <laughs> All right. And Don Knotts was probably taking a couple, too. I wasn't counting him or the Ropers. No, I was counting, counting the, the three main characters and, the, and Larry. Yeah. But, yeah, but I, I imagine Don Knotts in a leisure suit just occasionally coming into that a leisure, a leisure suit and an ascot. <laughs> oh, hey, kids. <laughs> Mind if I grab to... myself a little binger? <laughs> so, out of the Happy Days, you had Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Um, happy Days was tolerable. Laverne and Shirley made Milwaukee look shitty. Unwatchable. Yeah. What's wrong with Squeaky? Ugh. What's right now? I'm ready to give that answer on the uh, sisters there on two points. Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, yeah. Give me Jackie. Yeah, give me Jackie. She's the dark-haired chick. Yeah. You know where she? what, what movie she starred in before that show? What? The uh, Amish? I, I wouldn't see he, everybody knew. No. Nobody knows? Nobody knows. The Warriors. Yeah, fuck the Warriors. But I, I remember it. in the bathroom, she was the chick that... That was she tried to call him out for on the street and then taking along with yep. him. Yeah, that was that was Jackie. Pretty cool, hey, huh? So, what did you think of Ted Knight in that series? Ted, Ted Knight? Knight is hilarious. But uh, that show is shit. That show is you're pure just, shit. You're, you're just mad because Monroe got some shine. Ted Knight oh. from Caddyshack. Yes, that's the only uh, thing I know Ted Knight from. I don't know, you know him from. What about the Mary Tyler Moore show? I never watched the Mary Tyler Moore show. Which also had a, a spin-off. But a, a serious... Well, I'm thinking of the serious spin-off with Lou Grant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three spin-offs. Like, he went from a goof running a TV station to this hard-nosed uh, newspaper it was editor. A stretch, yeah. It's it? just like Trapper John was a stretch for MASH. You know what I mean? Like... Wayne Rogers played Trapper John and me. Right. And it was supposed to be, well, he was in the army. Uh, uh, the worst fucking comedy ever, MASH. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say that Mr. Drummond is like, um, is a poor man's Devin from the Knight Rider? Just say it. A little bit. I can see that. Do you know that, since we're talking about offshoots of Happy Days of Vernon Shirley, I'm gonna, it's going to lead me to this, and it's going to tie something in. So, at, at one time, there was two sitcoms where the dad's name was Conrad. Facts of uh, Different Strokes and Mork and Mindy, where Conrad Janis played Pam Dauber's dad. Okay. Okay. So, Not a fan of Mork and Mindy. Me either, because I, I, Robin Williams hadn't refined his act yet to make it watchable. That's fair. Like, I enjoyed Robin Williams as he matured as a comic. The spazzy Mork from Ork, I just couldn't do. That's fair. So, any thoughts, Mork, Mork and Mindy? Uh, yeah, no disagreement. I mean, I thought it was quirky, but I was, it was a, it worked for me at the age that I was at, and I did have those suspenders at one point in my life. Well, there you go. I'll tell you this. Mork and Mindy just took over the number one spot for most cocaine. 
Oh, yeah. The Wait, nice. so you went with the rainbow suspenders as opposed to the big red ones like Rerun? Oh. I never had the Rerun. Uh, yeah, no, no. I don't... I don't know where I've got them, but I've had them at one Could you do the rerun dance? I could not, and I still can't. Uh, it is one of my failures of life. So, I, th- now, that was another one. What's okay. happening had I what's know. happening. I know where this is And oh, what's happening I don't now. know where this is yeah. going. Okay. Do you remember what's happening Did now? Did you think this was going into, like, a Cosby era? I no. do. No, Scott's got a... Go ahead, Eddie. I'm just saying, I felt like what's happening now was like super focused around uh, uh, what's uh, what's the chick's name that was running the uh, Rob's place? Shirley. Shirley. Joint. Yeah, Shirley. Shirley. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually based more around the fact that Raj got married and moved out of his mom's house. Yeah. So, as a youngster, Eddie, when I was eight years old and what's happening was on, right? I, I had not yet been exposed to black people, okay? Right? Um, so I thought that black people were either super fat or super skinny based on me watching what's happening every week. Now tell me how ridiculous right. that is. Hey, man, it's all you knew. Didn't that you grow up on the south side? Yeah, it was, Mex- it was very Hispanic. Uh, well, it's still very Hispanic. So... Because if you remember like, that show, Shirley, Rerun, and Mama were houses, right? <laughs> and Raj and Dwayne were like super rail thin. And the daughter, Dee. Dee, yeah. Also skinny. Yeah, kind of crazy, hey? Did they ever show him sitting down for a meal? No. <laughs> no. Never. You know what my They're always fa- in the kitchen. You know what my favorite What's Happening episode was? Was the one With where- the Doobie Brothers? When they when they accidentally hit the car for the uh, the ambassador from overseas, and it, it sounds familiar. And they were trying to explain to the, what happened, and uh, at the end the person says to D, "Assalamu Omega or whatever. She goes, "Solomon, who's Solomon? My name is D." Oh boy! You know she was so sassy. And she was. Yeah. You just uh, explained the plot of Lethal Weapon too. Oh, yeah? Which is your first reference that doesn't include <laughs> Kurt Russell. Kudos to you. No, remember the villain in Lethal Weapon 2 at Diplomatic Immunity. I, I do. They couldn't do anything to him because he... Eddie, you got a favorite what's happening? Well, you know, I think you, you hit that that whole Doobie Brothers. That's a, that's a famous one. For sure. Um, wasn't there like a, a hamburger eating contest or something? The rerolling is in? I could be wrong on that. That's oh, just re- what comes to mind. Otherwise. I remember him winning a dance contest and getting to go on the generic version of Soul Train that they invented for the episode. Which was I, called I, I do what? remember that, too. But, uh, I don't know, because it's been years since I've seen it. But um, Bosom Buddies. Oh, that Before one. Tom Hanks was a pedophile? Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> What was your thoughts of the the creativeness of that show? Well, my thought was it stunk. (laughs) And it was the first of many, many times Hollywood tried to give us Wendy Jo Sperber. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, a Tom Hanks vehicle, Bachelor Party gave us some Wendy Jo Sperber as well. Yes. Well, it's no perfect strangers, I'll tell you that. Do you like Wendy Jo Sperber? I, yes. 
You don't even know who that is. I don't need to. I feel bad for Peter Scolari. Because I feel like he had, he took the heat and Tom Hanks got the shine. Uh, the, he had a better run at first than Tom Hanks because he was on Newhart. Yeah. As, as the boyfriend. What was better, Newhart or the Bob Newhart show? The Bob Newhart show. Yeah. Eddie, Bob Newhart show. Bob Newhart. I, I used to watch Bob, the Bob Newhart the Bob Newhart show like every night when I was a kid. I could watch that right now for three hours. Me too. And still be and be happy. Me too. And I'll tell you a couple of things. Suzanne Plachette. <laughs> <laughs> two, my favorite episode was a Thanksgiving episode where they get tanked and try to order Chinese food. I don't recall that one. And they were calling it Mugu Gushi instead of Mugu Gaipan. Okay. Uh, Bob, the dentist. Uh, Howard. Yeah, the the pilot from across the street. Oh, uh, shit. Howard. Howard, yeah. Howard. And then Mr. Uh, Mr. Riley came over. Bob Newhart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. Invented the comedy trick of having an imaginary phone call. He did, yes. That was, that was his thing. Okay. Yeah, it was. Nobody thought of that before Bob Newhart. Yeah, trendsetter. And a great theme song, by the way. Shaggy Green didn't think about it. So, uh, Webster. 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 Ooh. Yeah. Do you know that Webster's mom played the whore in Porky's? Yeah. Yeah. And she was also in a Clint Eastwood movie called Coogan's Bluff. And Alex Karras was also in Porky's. As he was. Yeah. He was the dirty sheriff. Yes. The so whore and the Porky's. dirty sheriff. We could do a whole episode. I can't find them on you. That's the only my one favorite I could George find, Jones song. I, I tried to Google it on, on, on Roku. I could only find Porky's 3. I can't find Porky's 1 or 2. Anymore. What are you... Are you masturbating? Well, we, we mentioned He's thinking Porky's. about that Kim Cattrall scene. <laughs> my favorite scene in Porky's is when they're in the principal's office and Miss Bobricker is trying to describe the telly and, they, and they're trying to hold in their laughter, yeah. and they just can't. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, but yeah, I knew Susan Clark. What did you think of Webster there, Eddie? I thought it was weird that this kid was calling him ma'am and sir. I thought I never actually. Like, that was always weird to me. He didn't call him sir. He called him George. No, oh, all right. I'll give you that. You're right about the ma'am. Never calling her. Yeah. I'm like, I don't get that, but. Uh, uh, I mean, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was all right. It was like, um, is this supposed to be like a different version of different strokes? That's what I always thought. Yeah. That That's show exactly was. what they were shooting for. <laughs> like, like the GoBots to the Transformers type of situation. <laughs> how did, how did nobody question anything when Michael Jackson was hanging out with Emmanuel Lewis? Yeah, he was. He was groping him. Um. <laughs> So, Wasn't Emmanuel Lewis like 40 at that point? Listen, let me explain something okay. for, for right, you, a, a man of a younger age, okay? Sure, yep. When we were kids, yeah. we just took our molestants, and we kept our <laughs> yaps shut, okay? We had we had stronger uh, stronger ilk. Yeah, just right okay? here. You just held it right here. Right, right. <laughs> Vic Ross speaks out on the Me Too. <laughs> Growing pain. Toughen up, pussy. Most underrated character, Boner. <laughs> what about uh, Eddie, who the parents didn't want him to hang out with, but he really turned out to be a good guy in the end? Uh, he was rated about... You just want to say Boner. Boner. <laughs> Bonerfied. 
Um, so the launching the career of Kirk Cameron, who's now like in every God movie ever made. Super Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super Jesus. Yeah, but without Kirk Cameron, you wouldn't have uh, Candace Cameron. And That's true. And Also Super Jesus right yeah, now. Yeah, Super Jesus, yeah. And Super ta- Bend Over Take It. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding out for Stephanie. Uh, yeah. Good, oh, good, yeah. Good poll. Yeah. Just as long as you're not holding out for... Uh, uh, what's their friend uh, that's in... Kimmy Giblet. Kimmy Giblet, yeah. Uh, she looks exactly the same. Yes, she does. Kimmy G- <laughs> Which ain't good. Uh, Stephanie got hot. So which gold sister was hotter? The one that was in Growing Pains or the one that was in Benson? Oh, oh that's a good question. That's a tough call because the one on Growing Pains ended up with the eating disorder yeah. and looked like she was going to die any minute. Yeah. And my only reference to the girl from Benson was she was like 12. I know. Like, I never saw her past 12. So, Eddie, we've, we've talked a little bit about some of the way some of the, the, the characters are portrayed, especially characters of color, right? Yeah, I'm watching Arnold jump through this window with a freaking cowboy uh, hat on, overalls, and a necktie at this very moment. Yeah, go ahead. So, would you say... That one of the early best written characters of color of the 70s and 80s might have been Benson. I mean, he took no shit as a butler and then ends up becoming lieutenant governor. Yeah, I liked that character. It was different. It wasn't the, like the goofy sidekick type thing. I liked Benson. That's that's one of my favorite shows, and I, I can't believe I don't own that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. And I, I, who was your favorite foil? Of Benson's, because he had a couple. He had Inga, of course, who didn't really care for him. Kraus, yeah. Kraus, yeah. Kraus, yeah. And yeah. then he had Rene Abujeris. Clayton Indicott the third. Yep, yep. Um, and I feel like there was another one in there before Clayton. Like there in was the, in the early there season. There was. Because remember, they had they had the different guy for Clayton, and then there was Pete, and Pete just kind of disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just feel like Benson's going to lead us into our next segment that we've had a couple times called Fuck Bob Euchre. Well, we'll get, to, gonna... we'll get to there, but I like Benson, and I really, really, really like the way Soap was written. I soap? thought it was creative, and I thought it was funny. Soap was funny. Soap, I watched, I watched Soap, episodes of Soap. And Catherine Hellman was in it, and also in Who's the Boss, and I know you want to like bang someone who looks yeah. like you're now. So... <laughs> And I understand you could make that happen. I might be able to. So, um, so I mean, what, Eddie, how much soap did you get in in watch viewing wise? I mean, how much of that did you take in over its course of its its? Re-watch? Believe it or not, pretty much nothing. Um, I was surprised to like years later see this catch a, a glimpse. I'm like, wow, look at all these people. This, yeah. this probably was pretty good. Lo- again, love the theme song. Uh, I, that's one of my I need to watch at some point shows you you do my favorite part other than the Benson character is the fact that Chuck and Bob the the, the dummy right there's a ventriloquist right the the dummy says all these off color things and the characters are so stupid they never get mad at the human they always get mad at the dummy which in and of itself is, is kind of interesting So I know it's not your style and it doesn't fit our discussion, but there's a couple of episodes of the Trailer Park Boys where they do that exact thing. Okay. The one character Bubbles has a, a 
little ventriloquist dummy called Conky. And he says shit to antagonize the other two guys. And they never get mad at Bubbles. They get mad at Conky. Yep, that's, so. that's where, I'm sure that's where that came from. Um, so anyway, um, who's the boss? Yep. And taxi both Tony Danza vehicles. Yeah. Which one? Which Tony Danza vehicles better, taxi or Who's the Boss? I probably watched more Who's the Boss, but I think Taxi's probably the funnier show. Which will lead us into our next cool. segment: Christopher Lloyd saying Marty. Marty. <laughs> Marty. Well, it leads me to this. So if Danny DeVito was in Taxi, his wife was in Cheers. Which was almost like two different shows. You had the Shelley Long and the Coach, and then Kirstie Alley and Woody Harrelson. It was almost like they were two totally different shows because of the, di- the dynamic. I might be in the minority here. I thought the Kirstie Alley Woody Harrelson uh, portion of the show was better. It was. It was. They exp- expounded on the Frasier character, and he became less of an. A pompous idiot mm-hmm. and more of one of the guys mm-hmm. in fact one of the best episodes is he's got this they get come up with this idea to go to the drive-in right mm-hmm. and the minute they get there he's like you know what guys thanks for including me i'll go get the snacks and he goes to get the snacks and they move the fucking car off nice and they do it to him at least two more times in that episode like he leaves the car for so and they move the fucking car off and it's funny shit what are your, what's your thought on the Cheers Tale of Two series here? What's the, what are the combinations of So you had the beginning with Shelley Long and Coach, right? Right. And then you have Kirstie Alley and Woody Harrelson. Oh, no, the, the Kirstie Alley and, and Woody Harrelson. Woody, Woody was dumb enough to make that funny, and um, I forget her character's name, but Kirstie Alley... Uh, and Ted Danson had enough yeah, I was gonna say, why conflict about that wasn't Danson? sexual enough all the time to make it more interesting. Well, Ted Danson was a constant. I just, but but you're just was, you're you're breaking yeah. it into the different. Her yeah. name was Rebecca, by the way. Yeah. You know who had a great job? The old guy, the the mailman, Cliff Clavin. Oh, Cliff? Yeah, he yeah. just got to sit there for however many years. Just no, they're not the same guys. No. You're thinking of. Uh, you're thinking of the old, old guy who sat on the end of the bar, right? And he yeah. had his little hat? Yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't Cliff Clavin. Cliff Clavin was always in his mailman uniform, yeah. sitting next to Norm. Yeah, but those guys didn't really go anywhere either. Uh, Norm did, because he had to come in every day so he could say, Hey, everybody, and they'd go, Norm! <laughs> That's true. And then Alice would pop in there. Flo would pop in and go, kiss my grits. And then she'd just leave. And then they'd tell her, wrong show, whore. Okay, I watched this show. And Norm would be like, wait, let her stay. I watched this show a ton. Okay. All right. And then when I rewatch it when I can find it now, I don't know why I thought it was a good show. Welcome back, Connor. It's terrible. I love that show. You don't watch it right now, I dare you. It didn't age well. Excuse me, Mr. Cotter. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Cotter. I should be exempt from watching. Welcome back, Cotter. The the only thing I like on Welcome Back, Cotter is the absurdity of Epstein's mother's notes. <laughs> I, I will say that it did 
Two things about Welcome Back, Cotton. It did launch the career of the chick who played Fackler's wife in Police Academy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, so, Police Academy, I have seen hundreds of times. And obviously, the show got even worse when Travolta left and was replaced by Bo, the, st- the, 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 the slick-talking southerner. From the point where I formed memories to probably uh, till I was seven or eight, I'm pretty sure the only thing Channel 24 showed uh, was Star Trek The Next Generation, the movie Police Academy, right? Yeah. Uh, and then very Mama's Family. Oh, oh, what was uh, on there? Uh, so these are all the things that I watched. So welcome back, Cotter. A couple yeah. things you'll remember from it. Well, you won't because you don't seem to remember the show. Up your nose with a rubber hose. Yep. Right? Yeah. Um, the thing that I thought was weird is you had a welcome back Cotter in the last season with no fucking Cotter. Yeah. Like, and why did his wife stay? Right. Right. And all of a sudden, they're just hanging out with the wife. Probably banging her. Well, you would have to assume, and, right? Yeah. And what's up with John Travolta being a secret gay? <laughs> what? what? That's a huge Hollywood rumor. Oh. Is that John Travolta has been secretly so? Gay? Because you brought that up, we're right? gonna get Scientology on us. Well, one. yeah, but I want to whip it into something my wife told me about this morning, <laughs> uh, out of the fucking nowhere. Oh boy! So we're all familiar with the Tom Selleck commercial for reverse home mortgages. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. Okay, it. good. Yeah. Eddie. No. All right. Well, he comes on TV and he's like. He's, Tells you about reverse home mortgages, about how he trusts AEG, that's the name of the company, blah, blah, blah. And at one point in the commercial, he says it's not his first rodeo. Yeah. And I said to the wife, I hear it's not his first rodeo, before he said the line, and she was like, yeah, I know, because he's gay. <laughs> and I was like, Tom Selleck's gay? I didn't, I didn't you know what? One. Unfortunately, I know for a fact that my mother has a strong feeling in her loins for Tom Selleck. Oh, we proved that on the show. We, we called it. And not as strong as one for your father. <laughs> it's the only reason my father kept a mustache for his entire adult life. So several, several articles I've read have different police forces actually say that the best cop show ever put together on TV was Barney Miller. Because it showed them, now hang on, because it didn't show them trying to be action heroes and chasing down criminals. Most cops, most of their day is filling out reports reports, back at the precinct, right? And if you notice, Barney Miller never took place in the first couple seasons there was scenes sometimes at Barney's house, but there were never action scenes. Like They were never No, you're right. It was always they would in the priest. Yeah, they would be bringing somebody in. Right. So the cops respected that show. I thought it was a great show. I liked Fish. I really liked uh, Jack Sue's character. Yep. Um, Yamada, right? Yamada. actually saw the episode, the tribute, after he had passed away on TV the other day when I was homesick. Um, I always wondered, though, what happened to Chano? Uh, didn't he go on to be Lamont's friend on Sanford and Son? Yeah. I swear he did. But why did he... I, I don't know why he left a gig where he was one of the top fishes. I don't know. Let me tell you about that show. The show would come on, 
I, I, because they had a thing for theme songs. I, show comes on, theme song goes off. I turn off the TV and go to sleep. So, so you just like that baseline. I did. Um, I liked the show. I thought it was good. Uh, I thought Inspector Luger was an insufferable prick. Um, he was. But uh, speaking of which, we didn't consider. You just mentioned Chano, and it somehow got me thinking. We didn't talk about Chico and the Man. I never watched it. No, I'm familiar. Never it's Freddie it. Prinze and some hundred year old dude. Yeah. Was help me out here. That wasn't Uncle Joe from the Chocolate Factory, was it? Let me find out. <laughs> Seriously, he looks like him. Yeah, no, I get what you're It'd be I the second time he got out of that bed in 40 years. Why don't you go ahead? This is a good time for you to talk about to that. To get mad at Charlie yeah, and the Chocolate <laughs> Factory? <laughs> to get mad at... Uh, <laughs> that piece of shit. Uh, Eddie, you've seen it, right? Willy Wonka? It was on. I just kept walking, so... You never saw the original Willy Wonka? With Gene Wilder? Nope. Yes, it was the same one. Son of a bitch. Here's the base premise. There's an incredibly poor boy named Charlie Buckets. Alright? Incredibly poor. Like they're eating uh, their laundry water for dinner. Alright? That's what they have for dinner. That kind of soup. Because they're... All four grandparents are infirm. They live in a bed. A big bed together. The four of them. Charlie's dad? Nobody knows. Yeah, he's a drunkard. Never mentioned. Never see him. Yep. Mom's always working hard. Charlie's on his own. So Charlie finds money, if I'm not mistaken. That's a golden ticket. No, he finds the money to buy the candy oh, yeah, bar yeah, first. Because yeah. he he's so incredibly poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he finds money in the street. Yes. And he buys himself a chocolate bar. And inside the chocolate bar is a golden ticket. which no, that, that one was empty. That was the letdown. That was the cutoff. I don't remember that part. The, that was the cutoff into the heat. And then the grandfather, in, for his birthday, provided... A candy bar. I believe, yes. Okay. And anyway, comeback. he ends up with a golden ticket to go to the chocolate factory. And suddenly, his never-getting-out-of-fucking-bed, lazy-piece-of-shit grandpa... Jumps up and starts dancing about like he won the fucking lotto. And then he accompanies him to the chocolate factory where we witness a series of murders by the owner of a chocolate factory. Yeah, he disintegrates a kid. He uh, One drowns in a river of chocolate. Uh, one, one blows up to the size of a blueberry. One blows up to the size of being on what's happening and then... <laughs> Now here's the real kicker. After every one of these kids dies, a bunch of orange midgets come out and sing a song. And it's a morality song. It's always a morality song, you know? Because yeah. the kid deserved to it's die. It's basically a song teaching you why you should have listened in the first place. Yeah. So go. what? It's, it's, a, it's like a horror movie, basically, the way you're describing this. It, well, as a kid, it isn't. As an adult, it's a fucking documentary in abuse. <laughs> when, you, when you watch it, yeah, Willy Wonka's fucking with these people the whole time. It's all mind games. So It's terrible. So, let's talk about the tree that spurned 
the most spin-offs. But before we do that, let's throw in a couple of uh, honorable mentions for Hello Larry. <laughs> Get bent. You don't want to. You don't want to hate match, but you want to put over McLean. No, Stevenson. I want to put over Kim Richards. You okay. don't want to have your segment of fuck, of fuck Bob Uecker. We'll and talk there. about all right, all right. We're gonna save that. All right. Okay, fine. Bob Uecker had a sitcom, Mister Belvedere. <laughs> fuck Bob Uecker. All right, there we go. Okay. I think that Belvedere was a gay. <laughs> I think he was, Not a secret. I, I think he was pounding old Uke in his shorts. In the old. I like the theme song though. Just saying it. Just I don't even remember the. Anything, quote, funny from the show, just remember the theme song. Do you enjoy the joke from Family Guy where Stewie's trying to watch Mr. Belvedere and everybody's talking so he screams the song as it's playing? Hey, was that the episode that did a drug and religion joke? Probably. Oh, that's it. Okay, so, All in the Family debuts. Yeah. 1971, they actually recorded the pilot three different times. And finally, it stuck. Okay. Yeah. Out of that show, before we get into All in the Family, out of that show, we got Maud. Sorry. And then there was Maud. Yep. Which the best thing about Maud was a, a pair of Adrian Barbos. Okay. Good times. Okay. The Jeffersons. Yes. And then, of course, Archie Bunker's place and Gloria, which sucked. Now, well, who thought listening to two liberals whine for half an hour was going to get over? Well, I mean, you could get that on MSNBC. <laughs> right. Night. So, here's the thing. I think, Eddie, since we're talking about, again, some different socially racial charge times, that I think... You can make the argument that the black characters in 1971 in All in the Family were p- p- portrayed better than some of the characters in the early 80s. It depends what you watch. Well, I mean, you had a strong, you know, the Jeffersons next door were strong neighbors that didn't take any shit. Correct. They didn't bow down to Archie. Correct. Right? And in, in the 80s, you had, hey, it's different strokes, and look at us. Well, hang on, hang on a second, okay? Like, what about 227? Well, that's later. It's still the that's 80s. That's later. It's still the 80s. That's mid-80s. I said early 80s. Okay. Let's, let's be All clear. Right. All right. Let's be clear. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was the one show that took political issues on head-on. They definitely did that. Head-on and argued both sides of it, even though Archie's side was more imbecilic. But, you know, comedically imbecilic. I don't know, man. Like, 100%, he was always going to be your foil. Yeah. And looked like an idiot in the end. But some of those arguments actually made sense if you would take... If you would... Instead of Dago, you change it to Italian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Like, Um, he was just a blue-collar idiot. Right. Is what it came down to. And then Good Times... I I thought Good Times... The only credibility Good Times lost with me... And John Amos said this in a couple interviews, and why he left the show, is it went from being a serious show to being about J.J. Walker. Right, so he could say dynamite. Right. Also, just took the top spot for cocaine. Good times? Yeah, beat, beat Morgan Mindy. Based solely on... J.J. Walker. J.J. Walker. <laughs> I mean, he did have a big nose. J.J. Walker. Walker has a huge nose. So, J.J. Walker, huge coke problem. So let me ask you this, Eddie. We'll take it two, two at a time. 
your thoughts on All in the Family and if you think it was a groundbreaking show and your thoughts on Good Times and, I guess, the J.J. Walker So Good character. Good Times would be a grandchild show from All in the Family, right? So I'm going to preface this for the fact that I watched a few, I'll say a few, I watched some All in the Family, I watched a little Good Times, and at that time, I was kind of gravitated to comedy stuff, so Good Times was just too slow and not engaging enough for me to watch it, even though it probably had some more, like, really relevant information. Yeah. I never really watched it. Um, so, the J.J. Walker thing, yeah, I, as someone who did watch the show, I was like, oh, it's just this, it's, it's either a dry, slow episode, but hey, there's Janet Jackson. Yeah. Um, other than that, it was like, this clown's over here saying dynamite all the time, and then, I don't know, 15, 20 years later, here comes Urkel doing his thing. It's the same thing to me. Yeah. Um, you, skipped oh, the right family. Over, you skipped right over uh, Gary Coleman saying, what you talking about, Willis? Yeah. You, you, yeah, you, you know what, though? That was, that was different. Um, it's not different. Know, it's a catchphrase. I know. It, to me, it just seemed... Um, yeah, I guess I can't argue that point. I just the way it's delivered is so like, you know, over the top, energetic, like I don't know, cartoon like. I, I just didn't care for it. I do miss um, the premise of sitcoms where you had to pause for the reaction from the crowd in the middle of a scene. Uh, so, Vic, all in the family thoughts? Any? I love all in the uh, family. All in the family. Well, hold on. All in the family. Uh, I thought. Even though I wasn't into that kind of thing, I mean, they were talking about some interesting topics, and I guess just a sidebar, did you guys see the, uh, the whole live-action remix they've done? I did. I, I thought they were... I, I didn't see the second. I saw the first, and thought it was really well done. I did not see the the redo. I did. I, did. I saw the first one where Woody Harrelson played Archie. Um, I, I thought Jamie Foxx was uh, Mr. Jamie Jefferson. Jamie Foxx did a great... Yeah, I thought they were great. So let's talk about the Jeffersons, because they kind of morphed. In the beginning, you had the mom, had a, George's mom had a lot of... I liked her. I liked that character. Did you? I did. Um, Wheezy hated her. Oh, well, of course. Uh, what were your... Did, did you watch a lot of the Jeffersons, Eddie? I did. I liked that show. Yeah. Uh, I liked all the characters um, on that show. Except for the, even the goofy character, the, I forget his name, the, the, uh, the elevator, the, the doorman guy, whatever. Oh, yeah. I liked all the characters on that show. Yeah, yeah, you had Bentley. Bentley the neighbor, yeah. The crazy British guy. Yeah. George could tolerate him more than he could tolerate Tom Willis. <laughs> yeah. Are we all I thought a, it was weird. Yeah. Are we all in agreement that George Jefferson was really just black Archie Bunker, right? Well, yeah. Like, yeah. maybe a little more successful. Yeah, because he much had a, more successful. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like I think he had that was supposed to be the idea, wasn't it? Like, a well, it certainly came off that way to me, anyway. Yeah, like the other, the other side, basically. Yeah, yeah but he was, you know, prejudiced. I mean, you know, he had his views, but that wasn't any different in All in the Family. The Jefferson, uh, which was the brother of of, we- of George in, in the in the show, right? That's how you saw it. Correct. But they had diametric... They were opposed. That They had similar 
stubbornness is about them. Correct. Right? So, Am I describing topics from all in the family or from us right now? Okay. Racism? Both. Could be both. Anti-Semitism? Both. Uh, could be both. Infidelity? Both. Could be both. Homosexuality? Both. Definitely both. <laughs> Women's liberation? Both. I don't remember ever bringing that up, but I'm for it. Get a job, woman. Rape? I had no comment after last week. <laughs> but but Edith was raped. Religion? Yeah. 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 Miscarriages? Yeah, I don't know if we brought that one up before. Have we? I don't know. Abortion? Yeah. Okay. Breast cancer? You guys might remember our Susan G. Coleman episode. Oh, I don't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the Vietnam War? Yeah. Menopause? And impotence. These are all things from... Well, these are family. all things that All in the Family talked about right. that nobody, nobody talked about. Nobody would talk about at the time because sitcoms were pearly white and, you know... Yeah. Uh, the family... Dick Van Dyke normal show. family. Yeah. Yay. Oh, oh, you got locked in the, the, the broom closet at work. Oh, how funny. <laughs> Here we're talking about serious issues. Hey, you know, things that were... Uh, Issues of, of, of its time that nobody wanted to talk about, and and we we saw that happen. And I didn't see it like the first runs. You know, the show came out. I was one years old, right? So I didn't watch them till reruns. And at eight, I remember my grandpa watching. I'm like, why did he just say? Can he say that? You know? Um, Should I watch reruns of it sometimes now? And I'm like, can he say that? Right? <laughs> he can't actually. <laughs> It's probably more uh, against the rules now than it was back then. Back sure. then, yeah, for sure. 100%. All right, so I still stand by Three's Company being my favorite sitcom. What's every? Let's go around the table. Eddie, we'll start with you. Your favorite sitcom, if you had to pick one to binge watch, if they said from the seventies or eighties, hey, Eddie, you got to binge watch us for a weekend. Which one are you picking? Ooh, um. By the way, chips. We didn't talk about chips. Because it's um, <laughs> But the guy's name is no, Posh. it's cool it's a because I will put together a list, and we'll start for the next show, Eddie, of hour-long drama comedies. Drama, dramedies. Because right. then we can throw um, the love boat in there. We can throw Fantasy Island in there. But of all the com- the sitcoms, what what are you picking? Probably Three's Company. I I won't get bored with that. Yeah. It's hard to get yeah, bored with it. If right? it's me, I've seen the most episode of Three's Company and Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> Figure. Wait, you drop kick to Jagged? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's true. Uh, mark me down also for Three's Company. Like, I could go home and watch that for an hour tonight, and I wouldn't even flinch. A close second is honest. Stop it. <laughs> Bob Newhart, though. Bob Newhart Bob is good. Bob Newhart's great. I, yeah. have, I have a Roku channel for Bob Newhart. Too. I could watch that, too. Do you have a Roku channel for the British version of Bob Newhart that they made the Bob Newhart <laughs> yes. show based off of? Yes, the Robert Newhart show. <laughs> the Robert Newcastle. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Newcastle. All right, so we've talked about sitcoms. Next week, we're going to get together. We'll talk about that. But I want to know, Eddie, what is the worst superpower you could ever be bestowed? Oh, I don't know what's happening on your end, but it's getting real rough. Yeah, my wife just walked in a room. Oh, that's that's better. 
No, I mean, we, when, we hear you better. Yeah, we hear you. Okay. Uh, all right, so, so I said, what kind of superpower? Is it like something real or just made up like fart disease or something? <laughs> no, the worst superpower you could be bestowed with. Like flying or well, I'll t- X-ray I'll t- vision, that kind of thing? I'll tell you what mine yeah, would be. Around. I'll tell you what mine would be so you get an idea. And it would be to be immortal. Oh. Because you're going to outlive everybody you ever cared for. That's, yeah. And it's just going to keep happening over and over and over again. Because you're immortal. Okay, I like that. For me, it's the ability to piss copper. Piss copper? <laughs> yeah. So that was mine. Highlander, huh? Yeah. Yeah. There can only be one. And you know what? That one is one too many. That's right. <laughs> so Highlander was a great film. So what's your what's your beef? Oh God, uh, two things. All right. Oh, two. Two. I'll give you two options. Number one, to have a super punchable face. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I got news for you. You got that super punch. Yeah. All right. All right. Number two, super fertility. Oh, Santana's got that. Yeah, <laughs> Steve Santana's got it beat. All right, all right, Eddie. We gave you, we gave you ours. What do you got? I have no idea. That's a crazy question. You want um, you want a regular spot back on this show? You can't answer a simple, stupid question. <laughs> uh, By the way, we desperately want you back as our fourth member. Just so, just a little. I know you're a busy man. But. Immortality is like that's a deep one there. Um, yeah, that was a real thought. He put a lot of thought into that. That was a good one, right? I put a lot of thought into pissing. You want to, yeah, your problem is you don't want to stretch really the know. porcelain. <laughs> like <laughs> pennies or Just like like liquid copper. liquid copper. Liquid copper. Yeah. What a, uh, what, what a terrible thing to be able to piss Listen, a man, precious commodity. If it's coming out that color, I think your kidneys are going bad. All right, <laughs> yeah. you gotta. Talk to I'm going to go with whatever Aquaman's got, because, like, ah. I don't see the, the premise of it. Dude's out of water, he's just a dude. So, ah. yeah, that's true. There, there, whatever that there's superpower a lot. is. Aquaman has a lot of powers, okay? Yeah, the new Aquaman has a giant what? cock. <laughs> yeah, everybody wants to bang him, all right? But then he's got, like, he's super strong because his body has to withstand the pressures of deep sea. So he's basically bulletproof, right? Cool trident. I don't like him. Talking to fish and uh, whales. Talking the- to a pagoda. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's not a super talent. Hey fish, how's the coffee today? <laughs> That's <laughs> you can, terrible. You can add that to the list of worst superpowers to have. The ability to talk to Abe Vigoda, whatever you want. <laughs> Especially since he's been dead for a <laughs> Abe, want some more coffee? <laughs> All right. Sorry. Go on. What are we looking at for time? Oh, we're good. We're like right there. All right. All Any, right. Anything else going? Do we want to call anybody from Frozen Tunnel? I don't want to do no. that. No. Hey, Ambrosia's on. Oh yeah. Look like I, I, for the record, Eddie, there, is it at the ranch? No, it's in uh, Beaver Dam. Oh well, it's kind of close to you. Beaver Dam. Did you know there was a show tonight? That's some yacht rock. Oh, is that tonight? I saw that it was moved. 
But I didn't. Uh, that's all I know. I didn't, I didn't pay any attention to anything else. Yeah, I so. hope they draw. I hope they do well, but uh, I don't uh, necessarily I don't, want to call them. I don't believe we'll be invited back. <laughs> Which I, I'm very disappointed and sad about. Yeah, that was a good time. We had a good time then. We did. We did. I, I feel, again, slighted. You got any last words you want to get off your chest before we wrap this thing up, Eddie? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no off my chest. I don't, I don't know. We got time for any kind of crazy words off my chest moments. But, this ain't padding you know. your resume, motherfucker. Okay, you're gonna have to kick it up a notch. <laughs> Did your wife walk in the room again, like right at that moment? <laughs> yeah, she in the corner staring <laughs> no, a hole did. in you. No, uh, you know, um, you know, it's, it's good to be back, even though this is not the traditional way we do it. Hang on a uh, second, Eddie. I I got somebody here that where? wants to talk to you. We're gonna try to mess this up. Hey, are you there? Can you hear? Can you hear us? I can hear you. I can't hear him. Okay. Uh, we've got Isaac on the phone. I'm gonna take you off speaker. Hold on. Okay. Are are do we have him on speaker? Eddie, it's Maru. Are you sure you want to stick around? Yeah, whatever. I'm gay. I'm right here. Okay. So, first of all, how are you? I'm, I'm doing really I'm doing really well. You always think we're trying to get one over on you when we call. You're on guard. Right, you're always, like... Like, what's going on? Like, you are our A-list guest now. Like, so that's either that, that you have risen to that level or our show has sunk to new depths. Here's what happens. We spend an hour building heat against ourselves, and then we call you in the last five minutes and transfer it all to you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you guys called me last time. I didn't even hear it. I just, all I, why? Why Why call me? I can't, I can't do it. I just. We just want to know if you want to internet fight anybody this week. I said, we just want to know if you want to internet fight anybody this week. Like possibly the cellular service of Dakota. I'm a little embarrassed about that. Alright, fine. Oh, I missed this. Was there, was, did I miss something? I'll fill you in when we get off the air. Okay. Well, I wanted to call and say hello because I hardly ever get to see you. I don't know when I'll see you again because... I tr- I'm not allowed when in the cross. I'll see so. you again. Let me tell you how, how badly I'm banned, right? I tried to drive up there for the last show. I got pulled over by a cop, okay. and they said, listen, normally you'd have white privilege, but we're on strict orders that you're not allowed in here. And then they, I know for a fact. Then they I locked me up overnight with Otis the town drunk. <laughs> All I'm saying is I know the owners pretty well. And you're not man. You've never been man. You've been telling the people for, for about like three years now that you're man. And he, the guys listen to that people that listen to the Ross Family broadcast, 
He didn't even tell you the worst part. Otis the town drunk hung himself <laughs> overnight. <laughs> With me in the <laughs> But it, it wasn't suicide. It was erotic asphyxiation. Here's the other thing that happened to me when I went up <laughs> He did. He did. And here's the other thing that happened. So, I... I am so banned up there that I am collaborating with Luther Campbell to remake Band in the USA. It's going to be called Band in the LAX. Oh, I like that. But no different because every third lyric is still about fucking. Yeah. 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 You gotta bring back uh, album covers with the whale tail thongs on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, I don't get to see you. We don't get to talk. So it, it's, I don't know, I don't like it. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> it's COVID-19, bro. And that's, yeah. This, this, these uncertain times. In fact, I know they're uncertain times because I got a letter from the person who bought, I, uh, the company who makes my crock pot Reminding me that these are uncertain times. <laughs> yes, it fucking really happened. So thank you to, to the Instapot company for reminding me. Here's a series of reasons Scott hasn't seen. I, I don't know. Here's a series of reasons why Scott hasn't seen you in a while, Isaac. Right, because guess what? I already bought an Instapot. I'm not buying another one for a while. So, <laughs> hey. Yeah, that's one of those. That's one of those products you don't buy. If you buy once, and you got that for many years, so why did they feel the need to make people feel comfortable? I don't know. Isaac. Yes, sir. I have a list of reasons why you haven't seen Scott recently. <laughs> so there was. Lacrosse band 17. Mm-hmm. There was COVID 19. Mm-hmm. And the most recent one was Isaac loses his shit on the internet 17 through 20. Listen, last night I asked my wife if we could make love because we're taking a trip to Florida with all of our kids. Although, for you guys, as soon as I hang up or before you will air it all out, I'm just saying. Not gonna say names or promotion or promotion, but we talked on the phone, and Jared Jacks fixed it. I'm sure that pretty much ruined everything. I'm sure they now know what I'm talking about at this point in time. Shit. Yeah, just you could have just said it's cool, baby. Nobody listens to this, (laughs) so it's alright. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I'm driving to Florida tomorrow because I'm an idiot. There's no fighting. There's no fighting happening. Him and I. We took care of it on the phone. It's all good. We both got excited. We both we both admitted we acted like children, and we apologized to each other through the medium of Jared Jacks, who's a great man, you know, great guy, and it's all good. All it's, good. it's not, though, because I'm not going to say who, but you still owe somebody an apology out of that. I've apologized to Derek. I've apologized. Hold on. I've apologized to Derek. I've apologized to TJ. We're just I've apologized names now. to. I've apologized to a lot of people. Who else do I need to apologize? Well, to? Well, I don't want to give his name, but you were real shitty to uh, a certain guy 
that really his only crime was being friends with one of the guys you hate real bad. Brock? Oh, well, yeah, I guess. just want to drop a name right Fuck out. Fuck Brock. I apologize to him. Fuck him. Be nice. I will say Be this. nice. You're, you're allowed to lose your temper because we are living in these uncertain times, <laughs> according oh to my crockpot. I love you, man. But you called the wrong dude on that. I love you, but you called the wrong dude. All right. Either way, I'm driving to Florida because I want the COVID. All right? <laughs> yes. Okay, we, we got to talk about why the fuck you're going to Florida right now. You know, you can't even drink in a bar right now. Eddie, are you still with us? Again. Well, I'm going down to see my sister. Yeah, I'm here. All right, just checking. It got all serious all for a moment like a public service announcement. Yeah, but shit I went off the of funny rails. Well, we're gonna, I'm going to let Maru get on with the rest. I'm sure he's got. Uh, he's up to his elbows and shit to do on a Friday. So. Right. So, <laughs> all right, you Jim, take. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, Big the Cross. You should know better. You should know better. Right. So, so yesterday I say, hey, we're gonna be in a car for 19 hours with all of our kids. How about tonight we make love? And you know how I knew it wasn't gonna. And I said, make love, right? Yeah. And she went. In these uncertain times, I knew it was done. There you all go. Right? All, all right. right. Good, good night, Marie. We'll talk to you yes. soon. Yes, but what she was uncertain of is whether your heart could take it. <laughs> and then you know what? She hung herself overnight. Oh, Jesus. So you're still going to Florida? Next, yeah. Next to Otis <laughs> and Scott. <laughs> Uh, All right. And Michael Stipe. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, no one will miss that. Anyway, so we we had a great show today. We talked with Maru. We, we, we I don't mean to interrupt you, mm-hmm. but we actually talked more about old sitcoms than a podcast that is based on old sitcoms. That's <laughs> true. We didn't talk about wrestling at all. Oh, wait, we got to totally do one wrestling thing to make this right, a wrestling yeah. podcast. Yep, okay. Um, um, I'll tell you what, uh, that uh, that uh, Daniel Bryan, he looked really good in that match there. Hey, I, I actually do have one wrestling-based question we can go out on. What's a spot that you see in televised TV matches that you absolutely hate? I'll tell you one that's overused. I don't know if I hate it. But I hate that every tag team has the waterfall spot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because here was the one I see. Because today, I actually didn't see it. I watched, uh, before I came here, I watched Bret Hart and Austin at Survivor Series 96. Great match. Great match. He gives him the catapult into the Spanish announce table, right? Okay. And lands on Hugo Savinovich, so soft landing. Yep. Right? Big target, soft landing. But what Austin didn't do was go over to the fucking announce table first and, pull and rip monitor, all the yeah. shit off, take the monitors off, take that. When they do that, it kills it for me. Why are you taking the stuff off the table if you hate the guy enough to pick him up and put him through the table? That's a good point. That takes me completely out of that spot. Yeah, I like, I, it. I like that, yeah. Eddie, you got something? I'm going to go with that waterfall thing. It just doesn't even make sense. I mean, if if my opponent's coming at me, I'm either ducking out of the way or trying to push him further down um, or hit him with something on the way down. I'm not catching him. I'll give you that. Or looking concerned when he actually hits the ground because I didn't catch him. I'm going to go with the uh, 
the multi-man spot where everybody gets to dive. Oh, I've never been part it's, of that. It's so fucking dumb. Yes. After the second or third guy, because everybody's just milling around, arms around each other, trying not to look up. Fuck that shit. No, it would be a lot better if it was just a big giant brawl and everybody came together and there was just one solid right dive that took everybody out. Like with Kid Cash and people fell for no reason. <laughs> Danny, D- <laughs> Danny Doring literally sat Indian style after a Kid Cash dive. Oh, 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 gonna sit down. That, uh, you're a racist? That's crisscross applesauce. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Now you've offended Eddie's son. <laughs> oh my. Well, Eddie, it was great to have you back, man. It's been a while, so thanks for joining us on the phone. Uh, like I said, Maru joined us off the air. We're going to discuss whatever happened because I completely missed it. Yeah, we'll talk. You're going to Florida, man. I don't know why you're going down to Florida. Nobody does. Hey, and it's going to be posted well after this, but tomorrow's somebody's birthday. Oh, yeah, it is my birthday. Oh, Really? At midnight, yeah. Oh, fuck, it is it. Man, this whole, like, because of the nor- no dates feel normal anymore. Like, right. You forget about that. Well, happy birthday. Well, in these troubled times. In technically. These troubled times. Technically, 5.04 a.m. is my birthday. Well, be careful down there, because it is a a growing COVID concern in Florida. We don't intend to go out much. None of the amusement parks are open. Yes, gonna... they are. No, they, they shut them all. Again? Back down. Yeah. I just saw a commercial yesterday for Universal Studios saying well, we're open. Today they were shutting oh, everything down. Yeah, they shut everything okay. back down. Uh, we're going to a hotel that's got a private beach like okay. off of it for a couple days in Daytona. I'm okay. going to stand outside Jimmy Are you going Hart's. to Daytona? You want to bring some ashes down? I'm kidding. I kid. I kid. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Take us home. Are you going anywhere where there's COVID? The work. All right. Well, good luck with that. All right. Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. Hey, thanks you guys. It's Vic. I'm Scott Williams. Good night, everybody.